0: Welcome everybody to another edition of Revolution Recap. I am not Greg Johnstone or Sean Donahue, it is Sam Minton from the Blazing Musket, and I was lucky enough to talk to Kaylin Kyle, co-host of MLS 360 as well as Canadian national team player. She also spent some time in NWSL, including a stint with the Boston Breakers. I was lucky enough to chat with Kaylin about George A. Petrovic making it to the All-Star game, Carlos Heel also being snubbed. Talked about her time with the Breakers and also got some brief talk about Inter Miami and Tata Martino and also Lionel Messi. Finally, we talked about this weekend's matchup against FC Cincinnati. But before we get into that interview, I do want to talk about the sponsors of Revolution Recap Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Also, to make sure to check out our sponsors over at Golasso Kits, they have all your kit needs, including New England Revolution, international teams. Even shout out to uh, my Brazilian team Cruzeiro; they got everything you need in terms of your kits. Make sure to use code Recap for fifteen percent off. But now, here's our conversation with Caitlin Kyle. Hey guys, it's Sam again. I just got yelled at furiously by Greg Johnstone because I got the code wrong on that Golasso ad read. Code's actually Revs Recap. So if you're going to go to Golasso Kit and buy a nice Revolution jersey, maybe buy a Team USA jersey, maybe buy a Cruzeiro jersey, you're going to want to use code Recap. They also have scarves and plenty of other items too, so make sure to check them out. But Greg said if no one uses it this week, I'm fired, so please go buy something at Golosso Kits and I will take the time to mention I was recording in a not great atmosphere so apologize for any possible audio issues including a possible train coming by but that's just the ambiance uh so please just enjoy that maybe it's an artistic choice that I did make but again please enjoy my chat with Caitlin Kyle Hello, everybody. My name is Sam Minton from the Blazing Musket, and we are lucky enough to be able to talk with MLS 360's Kaylin Kyle. Kaylin, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm currently sitting in New Jersey City, staring across the water at New York City, so I cannot complain about my day. It's been raining for like the last four days, so it's, uh, it's a nice change to the sun, and yeah, I'm, just, uh, I'm enjoying the day until the weekend where MLS
0: 360 kicks off and all the matches. Yeah, and Kalen, obviously, you know, the big news this week, uh, MLS All-Star game, the rosters were released, uh, third to New England Revolution, we saw George A. Petrovic uh, make the team, but also we saw Carlos Hill not make the team, so overall, what are your impressions of uh, Carlos Hill being left off, and I don't know if there's any other snubs that stood out to you.
1: Yeah, I think um I wouldn't like. Obviously, there is snubs, but when you look at me, like the MLS All Star, it's it's about fun, it's about engaging with the fans, it's about you know, obviously highlighting our best talent. So I think it was the first one to tweet. Like obviously, I'm delighted that Kai Kamara, because he's one behind the the leading all time goal scorer in Major League Soccer, which would be incredible to see him break that. Just because he's just such a good guy. But then you look at Carlos Hill. That's been Fantastic for you guys that one. I gotta, I gotta admit, it was a huge surprise to me. Also, um, Julian Carranza for Philadelphia, that was a, a big surprise for me. But there, you know, there's so many, there's only so many slots and. You go off based off the beginning of the year. I can't, I, you know what? I'm trying to make a case for why both of those were left off, and I genuinely cannot make a case. Um, but obviously our commissioners picks. I do like our commissioners picks because it's players, you know, that maybe go under the radar a little bit. And I think what Kai Kamara did in Major League Soccer and what he continues to do in Major League Soccer, he just brings this light that, you know, he's always happy. It doesn't matter how many teams he's played for. It doesn't matter how many goals he scored. It doesn't matter how many assists that he has got. And then Sean Year for, Montreal. I'm a little bit shocked that he hasn't been called up from Canada yet, uh, especially in the Gold Cup, considering, you know, they've left their most of their top talent off to go back and just be able to rest in recovery before the, the new season, but yeah, really shocked about Carlos Hill because he is what makes the the New England Revolution tick, and he is you know the epitome of where you guys are at in the season, if I'm being completely fair, and I know you guys have a lot of, of talent on that team, and that is why you are second in the East, but um a a little bit of a surprise so i did say on mls 360 I'm going to vouch for both Julian Carranza and Carlos Hill to come on our show. We will be hosting it. They can come with us. They're more than welcome. I'm trying to pitch it to Major League Soccer because, you know what, the more the merrier just to highlight some of our incredible talent here in Major League
0: Soccer. Yeah, that de- de- definitely hope uh, they'll be able to join you guys. And then, you know, you kind of mentioned just, you know, the New England Revolution. Just what have been your impressions of the team? Did you expect them to kind of be at the top of the table? And maybe who are some players besides Carlos Hill that kind of stood out to you?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it's funny, you look at someone like a Bruce Arena, and I've been lucky enough to be with Inter-Miami pitch side for the last three years before coming to Major League Soccer and Apple TV, and that was the one manager, especially with my father-in-law, Adrian Heath, is the head coach for Minnesota United, I always ask, Adrian Heath, because they always, you know, after a game, win, lose, or draw, he always has the the managers from the opposing side come in, have a glass of wine, sit down, and they can just be human beings at the end of the day, de-stress, and have genuine conversations. And I asked him, I was like, what is Bruce Arena like? And he was like, honestly, Kay, such a great individual, down to earth, loves football, sorry, excuse me, loves soccer, (laughs) and, and wants to see you know, not only the team do well, but individuals do well. And I think that's the biggest takeaway I take from the New England Revolution is not only are they an incredible, well-rounded team, but they put together an incredible academy. And I think that is the difference maker here in Major League Soccer and in North America. When you look at academy players, the MLS Next Pro or academy players being able to train with the first team or academy players just being able to have lunch with the first team. I saw it first at Inter Miami. I mean, You have 14-, 15-, 16-year-olds eating with Gonzalo Iguain or asking, you know, uh, Leo Capana, what do you do to rest and recovery? How was it like playing in Europe? And I think that's so important because they've never had that. And I don't think the young players realize just how lucky they are. And and coming back to how that ties in with Bruce Arena, as he's given these young guys a shot. He's given them an opportunity. And this is why the New England Revolution – have done so well this season considering injuries considering international duty he's allowed the young guys to step in and to shine because he has given them the confidence and the opportunity whereas some managers maybe you don't see that I mean you look at Chicago a manager not releasing his players for the U20 tournament I think for me that's a letdown because it's such an important tournament where these players can go and shine and gain the confidence and you know group stage round robin quarterfinals, semifinals, um, so it preps them for that first team experience and what it's like playing at a top, you know, a top tournament where they know how to deal with pressure, they know how to go to a different country where there's different food, there's, you know, different environments, a tough place to play, that U-20 tournament in Argentina. They placed all those games in very difficult scenarios, not in the top cities, but, you know, where it give Argentina the best chance to, to lift that title. So, um, you know, you look at a lot of those U20 players coming back, and especially in New England Revolution, where they've shone. Like, they've been outstanding. They've gained confidence. And that comes down to good leadership. That comes down to senior players allowing these players to kind of take reins when they aren't there. And it comes down to a manager that's not only great tactically, but also a great man manager. And, I, you know, you have to give credit where credit's due with Bruce Arena. I mean, you have... The best, one of the best goalkeepers in Major League Soccer with Petrovic. How long he stays in Major League Soccer, that's, you know, the question unknown. Hopefully forever because he's fantastic, but we all know that, that that's not going to happen. You know, kind of like where the goalkeeping situation, the conversation around the New England Revolution, you guys have sold big time players overseas. Guerrero has been fantastic. Gustavo Bo, Bobby Wood, the last few weeks have stepped up and, you know, Really grabbed hold of his opportunity, getting a brace. Uh, I think two match days ago. So um, it's it's really really cool to see what Bruce Arena does. And then speaking to the players, you know, I'm like, what does he do in trainings? So he's like, they just want he just wants us to play. He wants us to play small sided. We warm up, and I think that's so important as a former player. Like that is what players live for. Yes, you need tactics, and yes, you need visuals of where you want to play and receive and turn. But ultimately, you gain you know the most soccer IQ and the most soccer knowledge of playing the game playing the beautiful game and I think that's what you know Bruce Arena has instilled in these players
0: yeah and I mean you mentioned your time with Inter-Miami so I feel like I have to ask obviously with the news recently i will kind of focus on Tata Martino coming over there what do you think it will be like for Tata to reunite with obviously Lionel Messi but also Joseph Martinez and just overall your thoughts on that hire for Inter-Miami
1: yeah, look, I was a big, you know, a believer in Phil Neville. He came into a very difficult situation in, in Inter-Miami with, obviously, you know, the restrictions, which he came in. He came in with a team where he never got to pick the players. You know, he kind of just took over from the old manager. So give respect where respect's He He's done an incredible job considering the injuries that they had there. And I see an incredible job. Obviously, they're they're sitting in, I think, last place now, which is, is terrible to see. But um, so no disrespect to Phil Neville, because I do have a lot of respect for him from being on ground, of how he's created a culture there, being able to drop someone like a Gonzalo Higuaini, bring him back into the lineup, and get the best out of him in the third season. But you have Tato Martino that is a proven winner. He's coached Messi before. He took Atlanta United to the top. And, you know, my my husband played in Atlanta United under him. So we we know them really, really well. We know the technical staff. We know the assistant coaches, the medical trainers. So um, I'm absolutely delighted he's back in Major League Soccer selfishly because I just love what he brings. He brings character. He brings accountability. He brings tactical awareness. He brings a beautiful brand of football that we saw – in Atlanta and you've seen now those Atlanta players Joseph Martinez being the best Joseph Martinez that he was in Atlanta we'd love to see him back onto his you know winning ways in into Miami obviously the injuries set him back a little bit but you look at what into Miami has gone through especially this season the injuries Gregory Mata now Negri the ACL terror um two match days ago they've been bedridden with just injuries which you hate to see but You know when you're getting a potentially a Busquets, a Lionel Messi, maybe a Jordi Alba, maybe a Luis Suarez, all these big names linked to Inter-Miami. The one manager that can get the best out of them is Tata Martino. And yeah, I'm I'm just delighted that he's back in Major
0: League Soccer. Yeah, and then obviously back to this weekend, New England will be going up against top of the table, FC Cincy. Obviously, they're going to have the likes of Brandon Vasquez and Matt Miazga. Up with the gold cup roster, but who who's a player who's currently with the team that really stands out and is someone that Revolution fans should keep an eye on?
1: Look, you you look at like for me, it's more it's less about individuals; it's more about the New England Revolution getting a result in this game. Because you look at Cincinnati, they're top of the table by, I'm trying to even find this right now, um, not sure how many points, but this is kind of like a make-or-break game for the New England Revolution. If they can pull closer to the Cincinnati side and they can, you know, get the win in this, that makes the run for the supporter Shield even that much closer. But they have to shut down the likes of Lucho Acosta. I mean, the kid is a joke in the nicest way possible, Without Brandon Vasquez, without Brenner, he seems to still be able to get the job done, whether it's Baji playing in front of him. It genuinely doesn't matter, obviously, because they're coming up with a 3-0 defeat, James D.C. United, Wayne Rooney side on the road. But Cincinnati undefeated at home is incredible. I think only two losses on the season, which is phenomenal. They can switch from a, you know... A 3-4-3 three, three into a 4-3-3, three, three, just the ability to intertwine with the skill sets and which whatever the manager puts in. Pat Noonan has done a phenomenal job with this side. So. I think for the big question, you know, no Brennan Vasquez, like you alluded to, away with the Gold Cup with the U.S. Men's National Team. No Brenner that's been sold to Undenese. Um, So your two top goal scorers, even though Brennan Vasquez hasn't really found his way, if they can stop the service into Alucho Acosta and stop the service when he gets it, that's the key to this game. If you can shut down uh, Alucho Acosta that that's a win in my books, but a very it's easier said than done. It's easy for me sitting here staring at New York City from New Jersey across the water saying, You just gotta shut down the courtata easier
0: said than done. Yeah, and obviously when it comes to New England's back line, uh you have the Juan Jones who's with the national team, but also to Dave Romney who came in uh as an off season acquisition has played a major role just overall, you know, what what have been your thoughts about that center back pairing, whether it be Dave Romney or also to you have Andrew Farrell besides him?
1: Yeah, I think for New England, it's not even about the back line. It's just the collectiveness of the team, which makes that back line so successful. Whether you have, you know, Blessing, Boateng, Carlos Hill, Polster in the middle. When you have a, a back line, when you're playing in front of a player like Petrovic, It's easy. And and I mean that in the nicest way possible. But Petrovic, you can just see, I mean, I'm not even on ground. I'm not stadium. We're in the MLS 360 studio over in Manhattan. But you can see the communication and the leadership he brings. So when you have a goalkeeper that is leading in between the pipes for that back four, whether it's Romney, like you alluded to, by on the wing, it makes an easier job for everyone up the field, because if you always have someone communicating to you, whether it's that little look over your shoulder, move left, move right, that communication just builds through the team and it's really hard to find that. So usually you see that from a center back that you know has that vocal communication, but you're seeing that all the way back from the goalkeeper, which is honestly amazing. I, I started as a defensive midfielder slow, and I'm, I'm a talker. Let's just be completely honest. If you're listening to this podcast, you know I haven't shut up since. It, it, it's so easy when you have someone that can, can communicate with you just the little things player over your left, player over your right, drop back two feet, step up two feet. It makes you not have to think about your positioning. It makes you have to think, okay, when I get the ball, where do I want to play this? And this is why I think New England is so dangerous because they have such a great leader in Petrovic in between the pipes.
0: Yeah, and you kind of mentioned your playing career. I don't know if you're aware, but we had, a, had an interesting uh, situation where uh, there was a swarm of bees at Gillette Stadium who almost uh, forced <laughs> yeah. a... Rem- My like- worst nightmare. My yeah. worst nightmare. Yeah, me too as well. So I have to ask, obviously, with your playing career, you know, has there any ever been a weird situation or is there a funny story you can tell us uh, from your playing career?
1: Um, no, not really. I think maybe in Boston, it's not really funny. It was actually royally disgusting. Um, early on in the NWSL, like ages, they don't even have a Boston Breakers team anymore. I found a mouse in my like training day when I came back from training so like disgusting but nothing like bees I think mice I'm fine with snakes I'm fine with rodents whatever but bees that would have sent me over the edge where I'd have been like right I'm done I'm packing up my stuff like find a new defensive
0: midfielder oh uh yeah I would have been the same way and you know you mentioned the breakers obviously you know there are rumors that I believe they are in line to get an NWSL team just what will it mean for you know the region and obviously Boston to have a women's uh, professional team
1: Look, I think it's amazing. Obviously, when I was at the Boston Breakers, it wasn't a great situation uh, from management to playing situation uh, to training facilities. We were training, you know, on a field turf for field hockey. So the, the, the turf situation wasn't great, and that's why ultimately I asked for my trade just for numerous reasons there. So I think you're kind of seeing that within the NWSL, that they're not just accepting any bids anymore. It's people that genuinely want to see the women's league grow. It's investors that want to see the women's league grow. It's not only women investors, but you know former athletes as well. They get it, and that's the most important thing that they get that you need proper training facilities, you need proper, proper trainers, proper nutritionists proper rest and recovery um rehab habilitations if you carry your acl you know you have the proper doctors that can get you the best care that you need and you're starting to see that you know in california you're seeing it at kc whether it's the first female facility that they're building out there it's it's truly remarkable to see where the nwsl has You know, started and now has grown in just a small amount of time from when I played there. It feels like just yesterday I was playing in the NWSL and now I'm looking at the soccer specific stadium, soccer specific training facilities for the women and it's truly remarkable and I literally couldn't be prouder to have played in that league and just, you know, what the commissioner is starting to build there.
0: Yeah, and, you know, finally, just kind of wrapping up, Caitlin, uh, you know, we're kind of, you know, past that halfway point of the season, and I would love to just get from you, whether it be a player leaving, result-driven, you know, maybe a player coming into New England, you have a bold take, you have a bold prediction, hot take oh. ab- about what we'll get in the second half of the season for the Revs?
1: Bold takes always get me in trouble, but selfishly, you know, obviously the talks around the Brandon Vasquez um, over to... Just, you know, it's been around the number. And I love in, in, in situations in and around him that Cincinnati, they've proven that they want to sell their players on, whether it's a goalkeeper, whether it's a young, 4 year And I like that they rate Brandon Vasquez high enough that that's not enough money for, me, for, for you. You're worth so much more. And, and to be honest, Brandon Vasquez is hasn't done what he's done in 2022. You saw the goal with the U.S. men's national team and you kind of saw what that meant to him. And I feel like he's going to come back to the Cincinnati side with not vengeance because he doesn't need to prove anyone. He's proven that he's a, a top goals soccer. He's a phenomenal striker. So, my bold take: Brandon Vasquez is going to come in second part of the season for Cincinnati absolutely light it up like we saw in 2022 and get sold for I hope double because you know my husband played for with him in Atlanta and he's just such an incredible individual both on and off the pitch I only want to see what you know the best for him and be sold for the top dollar that he deserves so I love what Cincinnati's done there and they've had that open communication with Brandon and you know he's taken that on board so that's my bold take it's not really that bold because I feel like we all know it's going to happen but yeah I, I just love the kid I think he's phenomenal.
0: Awesome. Kaylin, again, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to speak with us. Definitely look forward to watching you on MLS 360. And again, just thank you so much. Thank you so much for
1: having me. I appreciate that.